Have you ever wondered why it's difficult to give your attention, energy, and take action on what matters the most to you? Or to speak up with clarity from the best part of yourself? If that's you, then you're in the right place. The follow-through formula is dedicated to providing daily inspiration for you to follow through on the real you. Hi, my name is Rick Lewis, and welcome to the Follow Through Formula podcast. What is this podcast about? This is my maiden voyage into podcasting, and my aim is to talk about what stops us from following through and taking action on what matters most to us in our lives. I'd actually like to start with a couple of stories. And the first story I want to tell you about happened to me today. I was on a technical support call trying to work out something with an email address I was trying to get to function through my hosting provider. And I was on the phone with a woman who was trying to help me troubleshoot and figure out why my email address wasn't working. And she was looking something up and there was silence on the phone. And I asked this technical support person, I said, do you like your job? And she kind of laughed and she said, well, there are parts of it that are okay. And I said, but if you could be doing something else, if you could be spending most of your day every day doing something else, would you? And she said, yes. I said, what would you be doing? What would you rather do than be on the phone all day long? And she kind of laughed because um, she, I could tell she was not telling me about all the difficult customers she deals with day in and day out. And she was very, very pleasant, very, very helpful. But when I asked her what she would like to be doing, she said, what she said to me is, I would like to be a human concierge. And she then described how much she truly enjoys help, helping people, supporting people with whatever it is they want or need to do. And it doesn't even really matter what it is they need help with, but she just likes making people's day better. And the constraints of her particular job, obviously, there are a lot of things she doesn't get to decide about how she helps people. And I think um, she's probably thought many times that she would love to be able to design her own helping business. So we got into this conversation about her and her technical support job and what she would prefer to be doing. And um, maybe 15 minutes passed. I think these calls are actually recorded, so I hope she doesn't get in trouble for speaking with me that long since I couldn't turn away. Once she told me that she would love to be helping people more directly in another manner, perhaps, you know, in some form of self-employment, I couldn't let go of it. I just wanted to help her right then and there figure out how she could quit her job or at least start her side job and get it going until she could quit and just do this thing that I could hear in her voice. This is what she really wanted to do. She wanted to help people in an unfettered way. And I have had this conversation with hundreds and hundreds of people 
over the last few decades because it's something I am fascinated by. I love to talk to people about what they love to do and what they really want to be doing in their lives. And yet so many people, the vast majority of people are not doing the thing they feel called to do. And I've always wondered, why is that? And that may not even be accurate because I I think I know why it is because I'm not an exception to um, what I see happen with human beings, which is we become anxious and fearful when we begin to inhabit the thing that most brings us to life. And my, my theory about this that's supported by a lot of psychological research. When you think about it, when you're a kid, it would never occur to you to do anything but go after the thing that is most most interesting to you. All the things you're doing are the things that you're most curious about, you most want to explore or learn or master. Human beings are hardwired to move toward the things that most make them feel the most alive. So something happens in the middle there from being a kid, because if you have kids, you know this is true. And if you can think back to what life was like for you as a kid, you might even be able to remember that that scent, that free-spirited sense you had and that willingness to risk and explore and try things. So growing up, there's this thing called socialization that happens and all these beliefs in our culture that are held by the adults that say, well, the kid needs to understand we've got rules around here and things need to function practically and according to a plan that allows us to not have things fall apart and become a mess and and get broken or um, we, we need some degree of organization. And this this approach that the adults hold, which is very much one that is oriented around practicality. And this is a big part of what I hear in all these other conversations with adults when I ask, what would you really like to be doing? People are so hesitant even to put language to it because they feel that it's not practical and that speaking about what's not practical is a waste of time or maybe even taboo. To say, I would just love to be doing my watercolor art and selling those and making a living doing it. I had a conversation with a woman who is in her 50s who is a master architect, and she's been very successful at it. And when it got right down to what she would like to be doing, she would like to be painting and selling her paintings. And I just have conversation after conversation with people who are involved and engaged in most of their lives with some form of work that, quotes, pays the bills and is a practical thing to do for money. 
while at the same time they're turning away, avoiding, ignoring the thing that lights them up. And I don't know if you have had these kind of conversations with people yourself, but you know the difference in somebody's voice, the way they speak, the the manner in which they're holding themselves, their eyes light up, their face comes alive, their whole tone and mood shifts when someone starts talking about the thing that they love. And I'm I always want to hear that. Every person I talk to, I want to keep talking to them and keep asking questions until they start talking about that thing that brings them to life. Because my experience is when someone speaks from that place, I come to life. And it reminds me of the places inside myself that are alive with this kind of interest that I am ignoring. I'm, I'm no exception to this dynamic where social anxiety and worry about whether or not I've got permission or I'm going to be judged or criticized by others, these thoughts about my social surrounding and how people view me are what I use to trigger a kind of anxiety and fear that stops me from just doing and offering what I most love and what I most care about. And in fact, this very podcast is a lot of work for me to sit here. In I'm in a bathroom right now that the walls are covered with blankets to muffle the sound so that it doesn't, doesn't sound echoey. It's 10 o'clock at night. Rest of my family's asleep. And I was on the verge of just going to bed. I have an early start tomorrow. I have a, a all day online class. It's going to happen for three days, but I am in touch with a part of me that wants to speak about this. I want to help other people to find a way to follow through and begin to move forward with the thing that brings them most to life. And I'd like to create a community where we can gather together and talk about this and keep that fire alive for each other and hold each other accountable to being lit up this way. And when we start talking about all our excuses for why we don't paint or draw or dance or sing or start our own business or open our own coffee shop. Well, we know why someone wouldn't do that right now in the middle of COVID, but there are so many ideas that people have got about ways they would like to serve and contribute in the world that they do not pursue and and don't follow up on because there's some sense that it's bad or wrong or they don't have permission to do it or it's going to fail or they're going to wind up on the street with no food and no roof over their head because they've broken the code, the cultural code of being adult and practical. I want to create a community where we can gather together and have these kind of conversations and keep poking each other until one of us says, all right, already, this is what I really want to do and speaks it. And when we hear it, everyone wakes up to their own passion and their own 
possibility because someone else has spoken it. I just had a whole series of coaching calls, about a dozen of them, a couple of days ago, and I just heard story after story. The, the architect who wants to sell her watercolors, someone who is uh, a corporate C-suite executive who just wants to coach people who tried it one time long ago with a, a small number of people and it, it didn't go the way he had planned. And so he backed away from it and he hasn't been back to coaching. But I, I it was a conversation between he and I and he gave me so much value on our call. And I said, why aren't you doing this? And then he admitted he had um, had a coaching started a coaching business and had a few calls and it didn't go perfectly as planned and he stopped. I just had conversation after conversation. Uh, an IT specialist in a large accounting firm, she runs her all their back end, all their IT, and all she wants to do is build her home on a beautiful piece of land that she has that's been sitting bare for seven years because she allows all the emergencies and the fires that are constantly going on at work to pull her attention away from what she would love to be doing in the time she has outside of work, which is build her dream home and this piece of gorgeous land with this incredible view out in nature. I become so invested when I hear these stories. I want that woman to have her home. I just want to help her now. And I want to build a place where she and the architect and the C-suite executive and me who wants to help people in this fashion, I want to build a place where we can all come together and talk about this. So I've designed something called the Follow Through Formula Course. And I've taken all the research I've done over the years, psychological, neurological, physiological, and I've studied and codified what are the obstacles, especially for those of us in North American culture, what are the obstacles to change? What are the greatest obstacles that we face to be able to follow through with that which is most important to us. And so I've created this document. It's the six, six obstacles to change. And then on the other hand, six resources, six hidden resources that if you don't have these resources, you also won't be able to follow through. So I'm creating this course the follow through formula course. It's going to be available inside the community. And my idea at this point and why I'm doing this podcast is to introduce the idea of human beings gathering together to light that fire under each other and hold each other accountable to living. And this, this sounds so uh, stock and so corny to say, live your best life. I mean, it, it, every motivational speaker and, and there's so many people using that phraseology, live your best life, be your best self. But what I'm talking about is not necessarily your best self, 
but maybe your most secret self, the part, and I just see this over and over again, and I don't know why it is, but we hide. So many of us are hiding from others and even hiding from ourselves that part of us that has work to do. Something that we just feel in ourselves is important, whereas interested in this activity or project or mission or cause or form of expression, whereas interested in that thing as a two-year-old is as interested in figuring out how to walk. It's just hardwired in. All our cells are calling for us to move and take that risk and to learn and grow in a certain way and we talk ourselves out of it in our head. So this is my invitation to whoever you are listening, however you heard about this, however you got here, this is my invitation to you to join this community I am calling Life Leap. And it lives online at lifeleap.app lifeleap.app.app. And if you go there right now, you're going to see my initial offer to join in with the community to take the course and become part of this project that I'm starting. And I'm just as nervous and just as scared starting this thing from scratch. I This is brand new to me. I've been a speaker, um, entertainer for a long time. I've been an entertainer my whole life. I've worked as a street performer, an actor, a professional dancer. I entertained as a comedian for many years in corporate events and then took a big leap into corporate speaking, wrote a few business books, have been very successful. And each time I've found a degree of success, it's been a huge leap into the unknown and and very scary for me to do. Now, I'm looking at, okay, if I want to lead a community and, and right now in the, in the, the space of COVID still happening, all my speaking work is canceled. How do I connect with people? It's got to be online. So I have this big learning curve ahead of me to figure out e-commerce, social media, online community. How do I create an online course? How do I translate my passion for helping others to live their passion into the digital realm? And this podcast is part of my, my first experiments to do that, to reach out to people. So there you go. The die has been cast, so to speak. I'm, I've put the invitation out. My arms are open wide and I, I'm inviting you in. So go visit the landing page I've got up, lifeleap.app. Um, if you have questions, then send me an email. Send it to rick at lifeleap.app. You can send it directly to me, rick at lifeleap.app. And if you want to ask questions, you want to hop on a call, let's talk. Let's talk about what you've been sitting on and what you really want to be doing with your life. And my course promise is that you will never come to a standstill again with what matters most to you. I'm not promising any kind of time frame for you to make a million dollars or find the perfect partner or 
start your own business and be successful. I don't know what it is you're, you're wanting to do, and I'm not promising that you're going to get there overnight. What I am promising is I've developed methods and tools myself, being self-employed for 40 years and accomplishing some really wonderful things that were scary to me at the time. I have a whole set of tools that I know when I share them with you will help you to keep moving forward so you will never be at a standstill. You'll never have to look back after a day, a week, a month, or years and say, I haven't done anything with this passion. I haven't done anything with this interest in all this time. You won't ever have to say that again because you'll always have a way to move forward and I can help you with that and I would love to help you with that and I can't wait to meet you and I can't wait to see who responds to the invitation to form this community and meet each other and support each other and get going. I have a, a sort of side business I created three years ago when I was still working as a speaker called Games for Confidence and that is up and running currently. You can find it at gamesforconfidence.com. And I've made up, and this is, this is part of one of the, this is one of the things in my toolbox. I've made up hundreds of games that you can use to train yourself to get outside of your comfort zone one small step at a time. Simple, easy little things you can do in the flow of your daily life where you can train yourself to stop playing small and to actually lessen your anxiety by moving toward those things that feel a little bit scary to you. And by doing it in small increments, increase your capacity for living a bigger life. All of these games, I, I, make, I, I write them out and I send them out by email. I've been doing this for years. And at the end of the suggestion for the exercise, I say game on. And so I think I'm going to import that into the Life Leap community. So every time we get to talk about this game, which is to move forward with your passion, whatever it is, to move it forward, forward a little bit each day, it's game on. It's time to game on. It's time for me. It's time for you. Let's join forces, and I hope to see you in the Life Leap community. Thanks for listening. There's going to be more of these, so tune in again. Um, however, this is, so, this is so new to me. I don't even know what to say at the end of my podcast. I think I'm supposed to say, if you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe or please leave a review, because I know that's what people always say at the end of podcasts. So, you know, do all the things that are going to be good for this podcast, whatever those are. I'll figure it out and then I'll give you some more concrete direction in future, but I'll talk to you soon. Game on. Hey, thanks for being here and being a die-hard listener down to the last decibel. My vision for these conversations is that you get informed and inspired to take consistent action on the real you. If these podcasts help you to do that, I'm thrilled. And if you'd like to take that work to the next level, I invite you to join me inside the Life Leap community, where I'm creating a culture 
and a support network for those who want to pursue what matters most in their lives. To learn more, just go to gamesforconfidence.com and click on the Life Leap menu item. I'd love to see you on the inside, and otherwise, I'm sure we'll meet again in another episode.